I'm Michelle Sims, and this is the Beauty in the Mess, a community where people who crave a shift in mindset, personal growth, and connection to like-minded people come together to start rewriting their stories. Through engaging, honest, and insightful conversations, the show will help you embrace the mess to recognize the meanings and the lessons it holds and discover its hidden treasures to help you start making a mindset shift. Let's listen, learn, and reclaim who we were meant to be. Hi, friend. Welcome to Episode 7 of The Beauty in the Mess, called The Extroverted Introvert, with Stephanie Oden. I'm Michelle, your host. My special guest today, Stephanie, has been an entrepreneur for over 20 years. As a life and business strategist, she helps business owners increase their influence and income using strategies to match their message to their market. She educates her clients and brand partners on how to attract leads and close sales while engineering a life they love. She is the author of Ready, Set, Engage, and How to Overcome Stress, Burnout, and Overwhelm. In addition, she is a contributing author in the Power of Yes book series, a number one international bestseller. Along with her background in engineering and business, Stephanie is a certified results coach, a certified success principles trainer, and a successful network and affiliate marketing professional. She is also a member of the network marketing magazine World Leaders Board, Stephanie has been married for 31 years with two children and two cats. Her greatest desire is that people would always have a small light of hope that burns deep within them, reminding them that no matter what is behind them, before them, or ahead of them, there is an anchor of hope. They can reset, restart, renew, revive, and release. Sometimes it takes courage to have faith, and sometimes it takes faith to have courage. In my conversation with Stephanie today, we will be discussing her own personal journey of how she has turned being an introvert into her superpower. So without further ado, let's dive right into today's conversation. Thank you so much, Stephanie, for being with us today on The Beauty and the Mess. And I want to disclose that I know you personally. Um, You're a good friend. I admire you. Very successful person. You're a successful engineer, coach author, entrepreneur. I mean, so much. (laughs) It's just unbelievable. I'm in awe of everything that you accomplished. Um, But most of us would assume having all the success that you're an extrovert, but you are very uh, outwardly spoken about being an introvert. So if you would like to explain that to us, how you can do so much and be an introvert at heart, we'd love to hear it. Oh, I would love, love to share some of my story with you, Michelle. And first of all, thank you for having me as a guest on the Beauty and the Mess. Um, It is an honor to be here and be on your platform. You do such an amazing job of uplifting and encouraging and being a model by all you do. So first of all, I want to say just thank you for standing in the space and holding this space for us to share. Thank you. Yes, I am a uh, professed introvert, professed in action, in real life introvert. And you're right. A lot of people see me outwardly and I extrovert <laughs> very well. And really, for me, it's how I've been able to, uh, I get my strength, my energy and from I'm a traditional introvert. I get my energy from when I go in and I need to recover 
and I, I shut down. I, that is, that is me. Wow. Yeah. So yes, I, I am, uh, I am one. One of the things I will say is a lot of people are embarrassed when they're like, oh my gosh, I'm an introvert. No, I see that as that's a power thing for me. And like, yeah, that's what I am. Now let's go do this. If an extrovert can be <laughs> extroverted, I can be proud and saying who I am. Oh, absolutely. I, I think a lot of us though, because I'm an introvert by heart and, uh, and it's odd for me to even think of me doing a podcast because I am an introvert, but you know, there are introverts that say, oh, I, you know, you stop yourself. I can't do this because I'm an introvert or I, I can't allow myself to, to be out there. So uh, how do you kind of overcome that feeling of, of, I can't, because I, I define myself this way. Uh, one of the ways that I have found in my journey is to make sure that what I am doing is connected with the core of who I am, like what are my values, and I'm definitely not shy when it comes to things that I'm passionate about. So that is one of the ways that I you know, encourage other introverts to step into their power is how connected to you to what you're doing. That's where the power comes from. It's not that we're weak. It's that it's not a it's not that we're weak and we're timid necessarily. It's just that we are a lot of times we're actually pretty doggone passionate. We just don't bang on the table about it. <laughs> but you get us to stand on a uh, for what we if you get us to stand in what we believe, we're quite talkative. And we definitely have opinions and we have very rich journeys that we will share with those that will listen. That's awesome. So I know on this beautiful journey that you've had, you've also had what we would call a mess, right? You've gotten into a dark spot <laughs> and, and then you had to get yourself out of it. So would you want to describe to us what that part of your journey was like? Yeah, definitely. I, I don't mind that. That's part of my story. It's part of who, that's part of who I am. There was a, a period where I, it looked like I had all the things, you know, I had the, the six figure income. I had the two, two kids, right? The two kids, the dog, the two cats, the company car. And even in all that, something was missing. And nobody could see the pain, the, the hurt, the brokenness that was there. And in going through that journey, I actually hit a low point when I thought I was going to be on top of the world. I was actually downsized in the, the company that I was in at the time. And I thought, great, I'll go be this amazing entrepreneur and continue this journey. And that's not how things work. I had an accident that landed me literally on my butt. And the only thing I could do was look up. And from there went into a dark, a dark three-month depression that I really did not see how I could find my way out of. And it was, and nor at that point, quite honestly, Michelle, at that point, I didn't even want to see my way out of it. You know, that that's the that's the dark side. 
when you're going through things like that. It's like, I don't even want to see my way out. So that was definitely one of those, those dark periods in my life. So what was the catalyst to kind of turn that around for you then? If, if you didn't even at that point desire to get out of it, what changed? For me, I can only share the, the part of my journey and who I am. I'm very strong in my faith. That is just, that is a part of my story and my journey. And it was at that point for me that God literally sat right there with me till, till he brought me out. Like I didn't even want to, I, I was, it was, it was one of those points where, oh no, I'm not hanging on. You literally have got to hang on to me because I am not hanging on at all. Wow. And it was a daily journey of sitting in the space of really figuring out again, who is Stephanie taking all those individual pieces and pulling together who is Stephanie and really getting my funny back. Like I tell people that all the time. It's like, I have forgotten how to laugh. I was so way out there, although it looked all good. Health was messed up. Relationships were messed up, but didn't know how to get off the turn off that wheel, like that, that gerbil wheel. Right. And I know a lot of people, they go through that and it took that getting knocked down like that to be able to get back in touch with, with who I am and be who I knew that I am called to be. And I know you mentioned to me in a a previous conversation that the impact of your own words on your physical health and on your actions was huge for you. Oh, yes. Oh, definitely. You know, I've done personal development work for a very long time, and I had the best affirmations in the world. I'm telling you, I could write affirmations till the sun came, you know, till the cows came home, right? I could do some really freaking good affirmations, but I I didn't really get it. But, But if you think back when I talked about how broken that I was, I remember sitting in one of the workshops and going through an exercise, it was very deep emotionally. And I actually voiced the words, I am broken. Now cancel that right now. We're having none of that right now. Like cancel, cancel, cancel. But those were the words that I said. And literally within six months after that, that is when I had a physical break that really was a manifestation of all the things that were really going on. Not the pretty words that I said, but the emotional depth of what I felt was manifest in my body. Wow. That's huge. So I know that you said one of your strengths and one of your gifts that you feel is that you can see the strengths in other introverts and help kind of pull that out of them. Yes, that, that is definitely one of my strengths. It's, it's interesting how, how things play out. And I think all things work together. All pieces work together. And I'm an engineer by college degree. I have the business aspects. And even as a manager, I would sit and just listen to people and they'd say, well, I think I'm this. I'm like, okay, let's see. Let's let me ask you some more questions. And I don't know how I do it. Maybe it's the engineer part that comes out that I I help people put together the pieces that are missing to see their strength and what they're really called to do. I help them see that. 
do you, do you think this is directly from your own problem where, I mean, do you think you could, you finally started seeing your own gifts and your own strengths when you were in that dark place? And then maybe that's what's allowing you to see it in other people. I think that I didn't, well, it's, it's twofold. A lot of times, which is why I'm a big proponent of, of getting uh, coaching and mentorship outside of who you are, because a lot of times we can't see our own blind spots. And so my experience helped me to be able to serve better, helped me to be able to relate better, uh, more empathetically. But it, I don't know that me being who I was necessarily on in itself helped me to come out of that spot. But it did allow me to take those gifts that I naturally have and be able to serve more powerfully. That's awesome. One of the things that I definitely can share with your with your listeners and those that are out there that are that are introverts is a lot of times people will dismiss you or you'll dismiss yourself. And I, I caution you against doing that. Maybe caution isn't the right word. I encourage you to consider a different, a different viewpoint in that you have strengths and it might be not necessarily a getting out of your comfort zone situation, but expanding your comfort zone. And what I mean by that is look to see where you've been successful before. Look at the core values that you know that you stand for and let that be the, that rope that you hang on to to allow you to step into things that expand your zone. Because we do things that, that are uncomfortable. We, we won't ever grow if we don't do things that are uncomfortable. Right. But I know one of those things for me being in, more introverted, I didn't like getting out there doing things that made me uncomfortable. It gave me anxiety. You know, I'd hear a lot of people say, well, just get out there and do it and just go for no and get on, get out of your comfort zone. And that never really sat well with me because there are others like me that are, Michelle, I would consider you one of those as well, is we're introverted achievers. We achieve just as much as those who are extroverted. We don't always talk about it necessarily, but we have achieved many things. And just because we do things differently and we manage our energy differently and we, we look at our viewpoint is different, that doesn't make us less than. So I encourage those that are introverts to you know, at times just say, good job, self, you did that, right? You, you did that. So do you feel it's harder for an introvert? I mean, from your own experience? I do. I do. I think it's harder. I think it's harder for introverts because so much of what we do right now takes a lot of energy that, and that is something that as an introvert, I guard very carefully my energy. Right. Because I don't know when I'm going to need to like go hit the floor, you know, like go all in. I don't know when I'm going to have to do that or go jazz hands. Right. Right. You know, Um, but I don't know. So so much of what is around us right now 
takes a lot of energy. And if you look at social media and just the the social media aspects, it seems to favor those that are extroverted because it's it's, it's noisy and it's changing and right. and people are constantly there. And so that is something that we we have to figure out how we navigate that. And that's one of the things that I've had to work through. And it, it comes back to knowing, hey, I've done hard things before. I can learn new things. Doesn't mean that I'm I'm weak in any way. Right. And let me just talk about the things that I know how to talk about. Then I don't know how to be quiet. <laughs> yeah. And I think, I don't know if it's uh, being part of an introvert or, or otherwise, but I know a lot of times I fight that little voice inside of me that's, you know, constantly telling me because I've defined myself as an introvert or, or other things, you know, you can't do this. You shouldn't be doing that. And so that takes a lot of energy too, because you're constantly kind of arguing with yourself internally a little bit. Yes, I, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, one of the things that I do um, that I have noticed, and this isn't just with uh, people who are introverted, is we all battle with limiting beliefs. You know, we all battle with paradigms. And one of the, the things that I see a lot of introverts do is they will collapse in being an introvert and the limiting belief. And you really have to separate those out and, and say that, okay, there's times when I need to manage my energy different uh, and I need to go through, expand, be uncomfortable and grow because we've done hard things. We're introvert achievers. Right. And then separate that from a previous limiting belief or paradigm that has nothing to do with us being introverted, but we we've collapsed it. So we, we oh, yes. OK, I'm, I can't do that because I'm an introvert. No, that's digging back down to find that voice or that 14 year old girl that had that limiting belief or had that paradigm established and separating those two and calling it what it is. And I think that's really important that that's separated. I, I think you're right. And I, and one of the things you had mentioned to me previously that really impacted me was all about self-forgiveness. And you said you had to forgive yourself. And I, I said, well, what did you have to forgive yourself for? It was for allowing these things to have happened to you in the past yes, or not stopping them, however you want to look at it. Yes, that's, that's good. Thank you for reminding me of that. I told you when, when introverts get together, it's not that we're shy at all. People would look at both of us and think, oh, wait, where, where's the introvert part of this? It's like, cause we're talking about things we want to talk about. Um, that's one of the things that was, has really been very beneficial to me in the, in the process that I, that I use. It's, it's, it's very simple, but it's deep work at the same time. It's being able to look at that that younger person in you. And like I mentioned um, just a little bit ago, the 14-year-old young lady that stood in the place to that went through things, but things happened. And so I had to be able to talk to her, that 14-year-old that Stephanie, and say, you know what? I forgive you. I forgive you. And I thank you. You know, there's things on both ends of that. There's things that that version of me did that aren't so pretty. But there's also things that that version of me did 
that were protecting me in the moment that allowed me to have the strength to to go to the next thing. And so I I literally tell that person, Stephanie, thank you. And I forgive you. Thank you for standing in there for me and, and protecting me. And I forgive you for the things that you didn't know that you didn't know. Now I release you and embracing that whole person and not separating the different parts of our lives, right? That person is still here. That little girl is still inside of me. And so when we try to totally disconnect from all of our experiences, it leaves us confused and void because it's out of the things that we've been through that we're able to serve others at an even more passionate and connected level. I I think you're exactly right. And I think that whole idea of self-forgiveness and self-gratitude, I've heard of it before, uh, but just the way you worded it, it impacted me at a whole new level. And oh wow, yeah, because I, you know, I have some physical challenges uh, right now. And so you know, I've had a lot of people say, well, you got to practice self-forgiveness. I'm like, well, what are you, you know, what are you forgiving yourself for? And you opened that door for me. It was just huge. I was like, wow, you know, just that things happen to you that you, you couldn't control or you didn't stop it or whatever. It was just, it was huge for me. So I thank you for that. (laughs) I hope it impacts others as well. Yeah. Yeah. I hope it does as well, Michelle. I hope it does because that is huge. That's huge to be able to, and again, I mentioned it was simple. It is simple, but it it is not always easy to do because we tend to not want to look in that mirror of the person that we were. Exactly. And 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 speak to them. We want to bury it, right? We want to bury it because I'm not that person anymore. But you're you are the sum of those experiences until you embrace those and figure out, okay, how how can when you bury the bad you're also burying the good. Right. And there were some really good things about that 14-year-old Stephanie. But if I bury the anything bad that happened, I'm burying that too. And that's where that forgiveness and that thankfulness and giving yourself grace right. for the then yeah. and also for the now, right? That That's a big part of it. Giving yourself grace for the then and the now. Yeah. And I, yeah, the self- gratitude was huge as well. So being able to go back and thank yourself for being whoever you had to be to get through it. Because like you said, the sum of all of this shapes who you are today and allows you all those different insights to help other people. So I, I, I just thought those two things especially were huge for me. With all these things you try to balance in your life, right? The coaching, the engineer, the author, how do you maintain a balance? How do you I don't know how you do it, honestly. Well, first of all, I let go of the illusion that balance actually exists. That was the first step. Balance doesn't exist. Uh, But there are seasons and priority of seasons that exist. And I don't know that I could do the depth of the things that I am doing now when my children were younger but they're adult children now. So that offers up more opportunity. I know better now how to manage my time. Right. And so, well, you don't really manage time, how to prioritize my activities. 
that's another one of those paradigm shifts of managing time versus managing activities. And I give myself grace to be all of those things. So I'm not separating. It takes a lot of energy and management to try to separate Stephanie, the author, from Stephanie, the coach, from Stephanie, the entrepreneur, versus when I show up and I work with people, I want to listen first to what is it they need. It's not about me, right? It's about what is it they need that I can serve them with. And then what what they what I serve them with is that is the agenda, right? It's not, I'm going to throw all these things on you that I do. No, let's talk about you and let's see how I can best serve you from this basket of things that I am. And I'm all of those things. And I show up as that. That's been the biggest, that, that's been the biggest thing because when I, when I show up and I do the things that I do um, as an engineer, I'm still bringing my passion, my, my, um, my energy, my, my brains, my ability to figure things out, figure out where things are maybe disconnected and help reconnect them. I still help mentor leaders, even whether a lot of sometimes they don't pay me. It's just, you know, helping them develop their career. I still do those things. I was going to say, a lot of times you don't know what part of you that person's going to connect to. So allowing it all to flow through gives them more ability to connect to you in some way. Right. Yes, that 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 is huge. And it it takes a lot of energy to try to figure it out versus showing up and being present and then seeing what it is the person needs. That's that's that takes a lot less energy. And remember, we're about <laughs> how can we manage our energy, right? Like <laughs> we're about how to manage our energy. So that really isn't a in a that really is an alignment with that. I, I used to separate it all. You did? Oh, I used to separate. I had a bucket for for being a mom. I had a bucket for being a wife. I had a bucket for running a wellness business. I had a, a bucket for um, coaching. I had buckets that I put things in, but it was draining because I would, I would, I didn't want to put those all together. And I didn't want people to see that I was different versions of me. Well, that had me, that landed me sick. So that, that didn't work for me. <laughs> I have to say, you know, knowing you personally, you have a beautiful energy about you. And I mean, people, to me, people can just connect to you right away. So whatever you've done to meld all that is perfect. <laughs> I love that. So, so speaking of being an author, you, you've written two books, is that correct? And you've co-authored a third book. That's correct. I've written um, two books myself and then co-authored. Uh, another book that was a bestseller on Amazon. Wow. And you talked about blending the people. (laughs) Well, that's essentially, you know, I have a book that's geared towards leadership. I have a book that's geared towards wellness. And then the third book that I'm a co-author in is geared towards success in the network marketing industry. So that really does, if you want to say, okay, who's Stephanie, you could pretty much define her by (laughs) three books that she's been involved in (laughs) but there's a fourth book coming right is that yes yes there's a there's a fourth book coming and I'm very I'm honored to be a part of the of the project and it's called selling from your comfort zone 
the power of alignment marketing and my business and my business and I, and I don't know how you say that properly, but essentially I was one of those that was showcased because of the years that I've been in industry and have really embraced this concept of selling from my comfort zone, even when it didn't have a name like that. I just knew it was icky to do it the other way that people were telling me to do it. And I, you know, banging my head up against the wall of trying to do it that way. And when I really say, you know what, it doesn't matter. I'm going to serve people. And it changed how I led. um, And it changed how I bring on new uh, business partners. And it changed how I coach and I can really help people move forward. So that one is coming out and it will be released July 26th. Um, So I'm very excited about that. I bet. Sounds wonderful. And you also talk about expanding your comfort zone, right? You, you're in this book, I'm assuming you help people do just that. And that is one of the things I really um, talk about as I'm in, in my discussions as she's, she's essentially interviewing us as business case studies. And that is, that is really something key that, that a lot of introverts I feel can relate to is really expanding your comfort zone. If you've done it before, think maybe I could do a, I could do a little bit more next time. You know, can I stretch it a little bit more? Okay. Well, I did that. Maybe I could do a little bit more. And what's so wonderfully cool about that is if you think about the rubber band, once you've stretched it, it doesn't go back to its original shape. It has that capacity to hold more. Now, if you stretch it too quick, it freaks out and it breaks, right? Or if you stretch it when it's under duress in a, for example, cold environment, it's going to break. But if you gradually stretch it, it, it's, it's, it's able to handle more and more. And that is one of the strengths that we have. Those that are us as introverts, as we step into that zone of being introvert achievers, We do things that we didn't think we were able to do because we know we've been successful before. We're still, we still don't know how. We still might not necessarily have all the answers, but we have that little grain of, okay, I'm going to stay pretty comfortable in my zone, but I'm going to press. And that's one of the things that really helps us to keep going and um, succeeding. And some interesting facts, interesting facts. Um, Rosa Parks was an introvert. Oh. Eleanor Roosevelt was an introvert. Albert Einstein was an introvert. Wow. Even some of the characters on movies, kind of that, that, that introvert achiever that I have mentioned. Right. The uh, character on... Some of your listeners may be familiar with the Hunger Games. The character uh, Katniss Everdeen is introvert. It's amazing. So there's this whole paradigm of tribe of us who are very strong, quiet conquerors. It's kind of breaking stereotype of introvert, right? Yes, yes. And we, we rise to the level of greatness but we may not be loud in doing it, but that doesn't diminish our greatness at all. I think that's beautiful. 
Very true. So you also have a masterclass coming up. Did you want to? Yes. Yes, I do. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for letting me um, share on that. I am uh, absolutely giddy, thrilled. Again, remember when you get introverts together, (laughs) there's no shyness going on. Um, I am very, um, I am thrilled to be able to launch officially. I've done it unofficially in other venues, but officially launch a masterclass um, called the Quiet Conquerors Sales Accelerator. And it is geared to help introvert entrepreneurs who are really wanting to succeed in their home business and utilize social media and being able to do that, as well as uncover some of those things that we talked about relative to limiting beliefs and and growing your audience and figuring out who you're meant to serve and all of those things, because I can speak to the heart of those introverted um, entrepreneurs. And that actually starts July 28th. Oh, wow. You're a busy lady. So is that masterclass for somebody who's already has a business or could it be even for somebody who's thinking of starting their own business? It, it can be for both. And I actually designed it for both Okay, because you can have a business and be successful in the masterclass and you can be thinking about it and just not quite sure of what business you want to start. Right. You just know that there's something in you that you have that entrepreneurial thing or that calling to do the next level and take it out there, you definitely will find a fit and get great benefit out of the the masterclass. Because (laughs) I mentioned I was thrilled because I'm taking the things I wish I had known 15 years ago. That's awesome. And pulling that in when I was really fumbling around, not quite sure what my business was going to be. I'm just like winging it. I'm really winging it. And I spent a a lot of money, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to get marketing and education, coaching, mentoring, and all those things to help bring those. And I've sat with some really good trainers, people like Jack Canfield, um, for example, being able to learn under him and being in, you know, one of his programs and combining that with other marketing mentors that I've sat with to develop a style that that works for that. I call us the quiet conquerors. <laughs> and I think the other thing um, that it does for people is not just accelerate the education, but it also helps with, because I know even from the podcast, there's a lot of overwhelm when you're new to something because you have to learn so many different aspects of, of this and that and the other, and you're shortcutting that, right? Yes. I mean, you're showing yes. them what works and you're taking them right down that path. Yes. Yes. We're going right to the heart. You will be doing work. It's not one of those where not work that'll drag, not work that'll suck all the energy out of you. You know, exactly. got to talk to my people, talking to my people. It's the, the whole goal and the way it, it's set up is to be, to in, be energizing. And we will talk about what are your core values, because that's going to be really key to help you stay energized when you don't want to do the work. You, you can't rely on, oh, I'm an introvert. I can't, I can't make a post today. I can't send an email today because, well, you know, I'm an introvert. Well, that's BS <laughs> and I'll call you on it because it has nothing to do with being an introvert. I'm just saying. What about but, Facebook Live? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes, yes, they have. Yeah, it's just a matter of getting getting out there. And so, you know, I've created it to be a small a small environment as well. I'm on purpose limiting how many can, people can be in it because, again, speaking to the people that I know that I serve, large groups aren't necessarily our best learning place. Right? We want to be in environments where we get to know each other, and we're comfortable with each other and can be vulnerable. And that is the environment that I'm setting up. It's, it's a combination, masterclass and mastermind, because I really want to create that tight-knit community that at the end, you have some people who are in your corner. We're like, oh, okay, I don't think I want to post today. And they're like, go ahead, make that post. Go ahead, do it. Or, you know, you go out there and you do something for the first time and you have people in your corner saying, go best friend. You know, that that's the kind of feel that I want to create. And so it's it's within the masterclass, it's part mastermind, and then it's beyond that. I want to create that you have people in your corner that know and see you and believe in the, the things that you're standing for. And that's invaluable, really. I mean, to, to, to not feel alone in whatever your pursuit is, is huge. Yeah. Yep. So as we've start to wrap up. Is there anything I should have asked you that I didn't? Anything you want to talk about? The one thing I want to talk about is, you know, whether or not you, um, well, you can find me on social media, all of them Um, definitely can do that. And the one thing I will leave you with is beyond what you do in life, beyond your whether you're entrepreneur or you're thinking about being an entrepreneur or you're connected to a nonprofit organization and serving in some role in some capacity always remember that it's the people that matter that people want to be seen they want to be heard they want to know that they connect with you they want to know that they have meaning. And sometimes it's not the, the widget, gidget, gasmo thing that we, that we sell or that we offer. It's just the fact that the person leaves feeling better once they have moved from uh, having a conversation with us. And so I just encourage you to think about that in your day-to-day is how can I leave someone better? Maybe it's a smile. Maybe it's just eye contact. Maybe it's a thank you. Maybe it's a hello. Regardless of how they show up, right? Because people aren't always, people are dealing with things right now. And the greatest gift that we can give each other right now is to be kind, to be loving, to give grace, to realize that we're, we're all going through something and making our way through this journey called life. Very beautiful and true. <laughs> well, thank you. And we'll definitely put all of uh, links to find you on social media or, or wherever you might be on the show notes as well. And Michelle, again, I, I thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to come and, and talk with you. I always enjoy uh, the conversations that that we have, we could literally talk for hours. <laughs> and we could. And I, I felt honored that, that you're here, honestly. And 
like I said, when I look at all your accomplishments, I'm just like, wow, introvert, really? Because <laughs> you have just, I mean, you've taken the stigma away. Let me tell you that because it's, you've just done some amazing things and I do feel honored and I enjoy talking to you every chance I get. So <laughs> hopefully you'll come back and uh, we'll get to talk to you again. I definitely will be, be my honor to come back and, and talk with you at any point. Be glad to come back, Michelle. Well, thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye. As we wrap up today's episode, I hope Stephanie sharing her story helped you in some way. One of the most interesting and perhaps the neatest dynamic when you're exposed to someone with so much experience and wisdom as Stephanie is that each one of us will get different takeaways from all of her shares. We will take the parts that resonate with us or what we currently need in life. And Stephanie's discussion of the extroverted introvert definitely resonates with me as I'm also an introvert, but I make myself do things anyway, just as she stated in our discussion. She, with all of her accomplishments, definitely removes the stigma associated with being an introvert for sure. However, for me personally, some of the biggest takeaways or about not trying to compartmentalize all of the different aspects of yourself or who you are. They should all flow into all parts of your life. And the way she describes self-forgiveness and self-gratitude impacted me greatly, as those are two things I have never been able to give myself for whatever reason. And Stephanie worded the meanings of them in such a simple yet profound way that it literally opened the door for me to start working on these two concepts. And she also cautioned us not to disconnect from your past, even if it's a painful one, because it has helped you become who you are today. And as she said, when you bury the bad, you bury all the good that happened too. Such words of wisdom. All of the ways you can contact or connect with Stephanie will be in the show notes. And if you want regular doses of her wisdom, be sure to hop on her email list. As always, I hope this episode helps at least one person. And with that, I hope you have a blessed week, my friend. Thank you for listening to The Beauty in the Mess. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your favorite pod player. If you have any questions or comments, any topic ideas you would like to hear about, or you think you would be a great guest on the show, you can reach me directly at thebeautyinthemess.com. Thanks for listening.